0: Everybody got a dream. Listen to me. Everybody has a dream, but not everybody got a grind. You are where you are because of how you
1: think. And if you
0: were to change
1: your thinking. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of the Secret to Success Podcast. I'm your host, CJ. I'm with my co-host, man. I'm 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 hoping he's okay. He's recovered. I got a text real early in the morning the other day, and all the text said was, I'm hurt. And you know me, that's my brother, he texting me. I'm going, he hurt? What's going on? Like, I got nervous, right? He he not really the self-pity, you know, down kind of guy. So I I, instantly, I didn't even text him back. I called him, and I'm like, yo, what's up? You all right? And uh, he said, man, I'm all right. I said, what's going on, man? Talk to me. He said, man, Serena lost. And I was like, Get out of here, man. You got me all nervous talking about some Serena lost. Of the course, they were playing in Australia. So I guess E got up, or he was already up, watching his, his his boo thing uh in in Wimbledon and um or I'm sorry, Australian Open and, and, and she got beat, E. So I, I'm hoping that, you know, we're checking in with you on a Tuesday, man. I'm I'm hoping you recovered. I hope you're feeling better. You know, not too much disappointment going on. You all right?
0: Oh, let me, I'm, bro, let me tell you something i won't be all right <laughs> we got the french wimbledon and the u.s open so yeah um, you know once she hit that 22 i'll be all right but man see man i man you know I, I, it's just a lot of people man like when we speak i i think you know sometimes people get caught in you know the the whole hype of it all like i'm so passionate you know and i and i can't help that but it's the relationship that i have to the information It makes me so passionate, but I think I don't think a lot of people understand, you know, an opportunity of a lifetime and a lifetime of the opportunity, you know, and Serena ain't getting no younger. And I don't remember the last time Serena had a chance when she got that close Mm -hmm. where she didn't, um, you know, when she didn't capture it, you know, and I'm looking at twice now where, you know, it's been difficult for her to close it. You know, and I and I and I'm believing, you know, she's going to practice in the off offseason and, you know, she's gonna make it happen. But I'm just like, wow, you know, and so I think what hurt not was not Serena only losing. But I think for me, it was a realization for me, like, yo, see how long we gonna be, you know, what I'm saying, like, how long we gonna be on top? You know, how long are we gonna have this opportunity that we have? And I know we both say as long as we work for it, but I'm like, for real, see, like, It's the opportunity of a lifetime and the lifetime of the opportunity like milk spoils, you know You never gonna be on top forever. And so when I saw her lose, I was like, yo, is this will she make the 22? Like is she gonna do it? And you know in my heart, I gotta believe she's gonna make it happen But it's like wow, hopefully she didn't get this close, you know, not to make it happen So for me, I got off the you know, got off the treadmill, you know, and uh, cut the television off like yo see we got to get busy see like we hot yeah. right now, we hot. Yeah. See, we got to get thank everything God, our, get. Uh,
1: uh, that our profession ain't got nothing to do with athleticism. Because we'd have been gone a long time ago,
0: Oh man. You know, but I'm saying, you know, we still you don't know when, you know, you don't know when. And so I'm like, yo, I woke up like, see, let's grind like, yo, let's get. It. I went to Vancouver with a. am talking about with a bite. like, yo, let's go. Let's get in here. And I'm talking about exceed their expectations, you know. Uh, let's make them call us back three, four times this year. Like let's, let's go beast mode, man. So I think that's what it did for me. See, but I was hurt for my girl. I'm not going to lie. 22, you know, she would have been tied for the greatest ever. And, um, but I know she going to get there. I'm hoping that somebody reach out to her and let her know, Hey, bring, E to the French with you next time. Wimbledon, you know, in the last (laughs) few matches, get me there when you make it to the finals or the semifinals. You know, she I need to be there with her. I need to get in her ear. I know her coach. I know from a technical standpoint, they got her tight work. But from the mental standpoint, I'm guaranteeing you if I go with her, I can help her in those last two matches. You know, what I'm saying take to dominate and get that get 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 that fire back. She got
1: you heard it Serena. If you're listening, which I'm sure you're not. Uh, but if anybody knows Serena, let let, let my boy E.T. get on the job and do what he does best, yeah, man, to help him get real, over man, that, that being mental I won't that mental bother hunt. her after
0: 22. I promise. Yep. I won't say nothing to her after the 22. But if I can help her get How that many, 22. I thought she was like three short, E. No, she won short. She had 21, see. She had 21. She need one more, see, and she had 22. I thought the record was 25. Am I tripping? Uh, uh, you are. a winning legend. OK. She trying to catch grab. right there. She trying to catch grab. She trying to catch Steph. Graff, 22. To,
1: so that's the record, it's 22.
0: Yeah, my in the, in, in the open era, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Somebody could have had 50, <laughs> 25, 50. You know what I'm saying? Before the free throw yeah. line. Yeah. Who knows? Before the free throw, the free throw line and the three-point line, who knows what they was doing out there?
1: Right, right. Nah, I got you, man. Nah, I didn't realize, wow, I didn't realize she was that close. So, yeah, no doubt, man. I definitely feel that. I want to, before we jump into what we want to talk about this week and, and this week, you know, E is uh he've been talking my head off all morning and just going off on everybody about execution and uh being reactionary. But I just I do wanna just tie up E what we talked about last week, man, because we got so many calls and emails and, and and tweets about the last um episode when we talked about mastery. And I was thinking about it, E, and people were saying, Okay, you know, I don't I'm not sure exactly what I'm supposed to master and you know the information was great, but there's another level. And we talked about it on on the Breathe You call the other morning, Sunday morning. But one of the things that I said is, you know, even within the mastery of it, you still have to be mastering the right thing. And the example I gave was when I worked at Michigan State, um, or when I went to Michigan State, I worked at a call center down the street that was affiliated with the university. And our job was to call people and basically get money from alumni, right? So you graduate from Michigan State, it's my job to go into this little phone bank place and call you and ask you for money. Now most people, you know, like myself, got student loans. They still paying back money, you know, to the university. Now you call and asking for a donation on top of that, E. I know they've called your phone and ironically <laughs> oh, the shoe being on the other foot, they call me all the time now. But I remember when I started that job, E, they gave us a script, right? And the script was very, like, plain. It was very vanilla. It was, you know, basically, you introduce yourself, you start off at your ask amount, and you basically go down from there. And so the strategy that they had us using was, you know, um, and so I'm calling for this, and we're this particular fundraising opportunity, and we'd like to know if you want to donate $1,000. And then, of course, inevitably, they say no. Or, or if you don't get cussed at, they just say no, right, if you're lucky. So then they say we're supposed to say, okay we understand a thousand is a little high. How about 750? And then they're like, did you hear what I just said? And then you say, okay how about 500? Right. And you just kind of wear them all the way down until the lowest amount you can ask for is ten dollars, like a good faith donation or something. You can ask for ten dollars. Now, by the time I got down to about two hundred dollars, 90 percent of the people had already hung up on me. The other 10% that were left just pretty much just stayed on to cuss me out when I was finished. And so I got stuck, right? And I'm stuck in this process. And even though I was trying to master the script that they gave me, I could never work it out. And I was hurt, E, because they kept the scoreboard at the job, right? So like... They, they had like everybody who was working in there and they had like a leaderboard all the way from like say there was, you know, 50 people working in there. They had it one to 50 in terms of who was getting the most calls, the donations, how many pledges you were getting. Was it a matching gift company? Did you get it done with a credit card? And there was like this point system. So after a week and a half, or two weeks, I look up and I'm at the bottom of the leaderboard. You know, I'm competitive. I'm hurt. I'm like, OK, what's going on? But what I realized is I had mastered something that wasn't for me. Right? Mm-hmm. I mastered the script they gave me, I could say mm-hmm. it verbatim, I could say it with my eyes closed and I was going strictly by the script, but it didn't work for me because that wasn't my style. I had to realize that I'm more conversational in nature. Right, I, I like to think I'm, a, you know, pretty humorous guy. I like to think I'm pretty in touch with people and, you know, the feelings and the thoughts and things like that. So I went off script and started working on the mastery of what I knew I was built for. Right. So instead of just calling and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm CJ. You got a thousand dollars?" I would say, "Hey, I noticed you graduated in '69. Were you around when Bubba Smith played?" Mm -hmm. Right? I'm using a football reference. Bubba Smith, a very famous MSU alumni, and they go, as a matter of fact, I was. He stayed in the hall next to me, and one time we were at lunch, and i build this rapport with him and have this conversation, and I'll say, hey, well, uh, you probably know why I'm calling. You know, I didn't call just to talk about Bubba Smith. And they'd be like, oh, you want some money, right? And I'd say, hey, you know, it's my job. Hopefully you give me some or I'm going to lose mine. And so we'd have this dialogue and they would laugh and I would laugh. And I'd say, um, yeah, so we're, we're actually, you know, doing our, you know, fundraising for this particular thing today. And, you know, we have, um, you know, our pledge amount started at $1,000. But we'd be happy to, you know, accept whatever you feel comfortable donating today. Right? And so, e. I started getting pledges of like $500, a, th- a couple thousand dollars, right? Uh, 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 $200. At the bare minimum, everybody I was on the line with was at least giving me 10. And I shot up the leaderboard, and I was at the top of the leaderboard, me and this other guy, Jesse, who, and Jesse was amazing, right? He was going straight off the script they gave him. I don't know how my man was doing it. I went over and sat behind him and listened in on a few calls. He was going straight off the script that they had verbatim and killing the game. But Apparently, that was within his skill set of what he was supposed to be mastering. Absolutely. For me, it didn't work, so I had to master my own style. So even last week when E and I were talking about you have to be a master of something, you have to you know, figure out what your lane is, what, what specific niche that you're going to add value at, even inside of that, you have to make sure that that lane was built for you. And E, you said something interesting where you talked about even within speaking, People speaking is is, a, is a, a huge category, and even within speaking, you had to find a mastery at absolutely. a certain style of absolutely. speaking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. See, and I tell people all the time. You know, people say, you know, man, you 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 not Tony Robbins, absolutely, and I'm not trying to be. You know, man, you not Darren Hardy. You know, you don't have the same. You don't come with the with, with the content. I'm like, absolutely, that's not who I am. So if that's what you're looking for that's what you go for it don't mean I don't have any content it just means that the format that you like to see content in which is sometimes very linear that I'm very passionate I'm I'm I'm, I'm like you know put performance in with mine you know what I'm saying like I'm very adamant you know so so if 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 that's not your swag then you're not feeling me but i'm not trying to be anybody else because i know if i try to be what they are and to perfect their style of speaking then i'm i'm not gonna make it in this industry so i realize that there is a style that i have for for a specific for peculiar people and i'm good with that i laugh when people say you know man you, you you know you you got 25 dislikes look bro let's keep it 100. If I, and I could be mistaken. See, you know, I ain't the brightest apple in the bunch, but there's at least five oh, to boy. seven. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there might be five to seven billion people on the planet. I could be wrong. Maybe it ain't that many. Right. But let's just say I'm right. There is five to seven billion people, you know, in, in, on the planet. Mm-hmm. Do I if I only speak to a million? You know what I'm saying? Like, do I have to speak to all seven billion to be successful? No, right. you know, what I'm saying if there are there if, if, if there are a million people that follow us and apparently there's more because our videos have You know multiple million hits, you know, so I, I don't need to reach everybody But there, there's a, a group for me there There mm-hmm. is a tribe mm-hmm. that Eric Thomas is going to attract and to be able uh, to bless and to develop and help them get to the next level so yeah, and I, people I, are waiting on that gift that you don't even know. Yeah,
1: that's the crazy absolutely. thing. I think about it all the time. You know, one of the references I use, you know, we're from Michigan, obviously. E's from Detroit. But you think about Eminem, right? When Eminem came, he came in under Dr. Dre. And there was a whole West Coast sound, and Snoop had this sound going, and Dre was running the airwaves and all of that. And Eminem came in, and here was a dude with, like, bleach blonde hair who was, like, mad at the world, right? Who, who wore white T-shirts and just some regular blue jeans. And then out of nowhere come all—I think they called him stands, his fans or whatever. Out of the, out of nowhere comes millions of people who been who were saying, "Yes, this is the guy. I relate to him. He's talking about what I'm talking about. I had a messed up childhood. I had this. I had that." And they were waiting on his particular gift. Right? They, he didn't come in trying to be like Snoop, trying to be like Dre, trying to rap West Coast. He came in and said, Look, this is my perspective, this is my view. Here's a lane that I want to feed people with. And then uh, out of nowhere, out of the woodworks, comes all of these people who say, Yes, that's the guy we're looking for. That's you know who we want to be like. That's the guy who's talking about the things that matter to us. And when we when we do when we're able to perfect our own unique gift. Man, there's people out there waiting on your gift. They're waiting on yeah. you to master whatever yeah. it is your niche yeah. is. Somebody told me yeah. the other day, yeah, I want to do this, but it's no lane for that. Nobody's checking for that. And I said, how do you know nobody's checking for it if nobody's ever done it? Right? You have to create that space, whatever your space is. Eminem didn't know it was a lane for a whole bunch of cats who was maybe had a bad relationship with the mother or whatever the situation was. He didn't know that there was millions and millions of people waiting to hear that kind of you know rapper that particular especially style. In
0: hip-hop though see and especially in hip-hop because nobody and i'm you know taking y'all back to the true original hip-hop but nobody had ever nobody really did what he did right. since the beastie boys you know what i'm saying i'm talking about just flat out dominate you know what i'm saying so you never had and the beastie boys were three you know what i'm saying uh uh, uh white males you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so he was really one of the first of his kind con- so what if he would have said what you're saying that there's no lane for this right you know that, right. what if he would have said that like i'm a I'm, I'm a white male from detroit you know what i'm saying from the east side of detroit talking about eight mile you know what i'm saying like nobody had ever really heard that before in hip-hop and let's be real i don't care what nobody says like people try to debate me m, m is one of and i'm not saying this because i'm from detroit but when you talk about the top whatever you want to say 10 top t- top 10 rappers ever to do this, man, him has made as much as, if not a greater impact than most of these cats in hip-hop.
1: Yeah, no, I agree 100%, man. And like I said, if there's people around and you listening to this, man, find your lane. Find what it it is you were born to do and just blow it out because you never know who's waiting on it and then master that thing, right? Don't get caught up. People all the time call me, oh, I'm going to be the next Eric Thomas. I'm going to be the next E.T. And I'm like... I don't think you want to do that. One, because he, you know, he, he only in his mid-40s, so he's going to be around God at willing to you know, know quite a you. bit. Right, you quite a bit. At right. right, exactly. So find your lane. There's a bunch of people who are waiting on, insert name here, and you to come out with your gift That's and right. your particular That's style right. and your particular take That's on right. the universe. And so, That's right. man, let's, um, you know, keep and, and, sending and those. And let me
0: say this too, you see. This is important. Don't Don't look at your lane and see how much success you have in your lane in the first six weeks to determine wow. if, you know what I'm saying? Like, for real, give yourself, I don't know, it, it's your life. Give yourself 365 days. You know, give yourself, you know, I don't know, two, three years. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do because I want you to say, ET told me and it didn't work. But I'm saying, give it time. And be authentic. Don't come out talking about yo, yo, yo. It's your boy Point deck. Like that's been used, (laughs) right, right. And I, and I, and I'm, and I'm serious. See, because I've heard people do the what up, what up, what up. And I'm like, yo, don't that. I don't now unless you can pull that off. Fine. I mean, I'm okay with that. You know, it's not like I'm, I'm. It's mine. But I am saying, be an original and be comfortable in your skin. Be comfortable in. Creating what did not exist. And we're saying that, I mean, for real, not because we read it or heard it. We're saying that because that's what we did. We created a lane. And when I travel the world and people know me, I'm still amazed that we have not been on NBC, we haven't been on Fox, we ain't on ABC. For real, we're not on any major network, but yet we built an industry from. YouTube like we are we built an underground movement. So we're just saying that you don't have to go mainstream. We don't have any sponsor. You keep hearing us say sponsored by Grind Gear. We still don't you know what I'm saying? We but we believed in this lane and brick by brick by brick nail by nail by nail we have built this thing. And so believe in yourself. Believe in your gift. And create your own lane if it don't exist.
1: And remember the question that I said I'm asking everybody when they come, anybody who email, you come up to me in person at a conference, whatever. I'm asking you, what are you a master of? And that's the question I want to know. And people out here, man, I look at people all the time and they're going through financial hardships and they broke oh, and they hurt. Me. And I look at them and I say, what are you a master of? Right? What what, are you, what did you master? And we talked about it last week, but I just really want you to get this in your spirit. For people who go going to college, you going to college and you listening to this right now. What are you mastering? Bump your class what, you what are you mastering? What's yeah. that thing that's going to take you to the yeah. next level? Skill I have set. never met anybody with... with who was a master at a particular thing and put the will set, right? That's a new word me and E made up uh today earlier this morning. Instead of skill set, will set. Yeah, will I've set. never been, I've never met anybody who has You should have patent that first C
0: before you said that. Oh yeah, my strong. bad. Shoot.
1: Yeah, strike, strike that from the record. The, <laughs> who, I've never met anybody who was a master at something who had a phenomenal will set who was broke. I just never saw it, E. I never saw it. Now I done met some bros who was mad talented. Right, I've met some young ladies who was mad talent, but they had no grind at all, and they was broke. But I've never met anybody who's got that skill set and has worked on mastering something, and then also put in that work that was broke. I just never seen it. So if you don't have, if if your life is in lack right now, if you don't have the money in your bank account that you Uh. want. You don't have the car that you want, the house that you want. Your family is not living the life that you want. Ask yourself, what are you a master of? What in my life have I mastered where I know they will call me for this particular lane? And if you don't have one, that's what you need to be focused on. Getting into the lane, mastering it, making sure you're in the right lane that you're supposed to be mastering. And I promise you, you will never have to worry about another financial issue. And so, Yeah, and um,
0: and C says this all the time, man. I want you guys to catch this. C says all the time. Money cannot. Listen to me. Money cannot solve money problems.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You can't fix money problems with money. You
0: you can't do it, guys. And there are those of you you keep calling your mama asking, "Can she pay your rent?" You keep calling your daddy and asking, "Can he pay your rent?" Listen to me. You not no child now. If you young, you in college or something. I feel you. But if you a grown man, you got to fend for yourself. You got a family. You, you got children like yo, you can't keep borrowing money like and, and this is why we say money can't fix money problems because if you don't If I give it to you today, you're gonna need me in another month or two This is why you have to have a skill You don't need to focus on money. You need to focus on a skill because if you have a skill your skill can repeatedly consistently regularly Bring you in money. Money can't bring you money. You can't use your money necessarily to get you more money. But if you have a skill set, a unique, uh, come on, tell them what it is. See (laughs) a unique, I have a special set of skills that make me a
1: nightmare for people like you.
0: I you felt my me? man
1: on that I felt my man on that I promise you I did my man was like yo I got a special set of skills right and notice that we didn't say you have to have phenomenal skill off the cuff You oh. have to have we we said average skill phenomenal will. so whatever that skill set that you do have We just asking that you blow that all the way out Right, we just asking that you take that thing to a whole nother level whatever it is I've never met anybody who was a master at something and also skill. had a great work ethic Who's broke. E, have you? Skill. You're a
0: little older than me. Never. Yeah. Never. Exactly. Right, exactly. So, that, so, go So, that's why I'm telling guys, like, get off the money tip. Like, get off the money tip. Like, get go to school, get a skill, get a trade, get a degree. I don't, I don't, go, get, I, man, for real, I don't tell my son he need to be Magnum Cum Laude. I'm not, I'm, see, like, this ain't elementary school where you get a sticker, a star on your head, or a sucker when you finish. No, you need a skill, son. When you come up out of that joint, you need a skill. If you, right. if, I don't care what area you want to be in, then mm-hmm. if you, you need to be able to recruit your butt off. You need to be able to see talent in a way that nobody else sees talent. You need to be able to build relation, like you, you. You, you need to be able to network like nobody else's business. You need to be able to be a support to a coach like nobody else can support a coach. You need to be able to know, uh, call, time, call the time, like the flow of the game. You need to be able to be a, 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 a chess, you know, master where when you're playing against another team, you can see the strategy and call the timeout. Whatever, man. I'm just saying, if you have a skill, uh, you'll never be broke. But if man, all you got is he, money, it's going to run out.
1: What is the, y'all got listen to me, man? Y'all have got to make it out to a conference. And you know what? When we're talking about this mastery, and I promise y'all we're going to move on from this because I know we talked about it last week, but we had to put a bow on this thing. But but you guys got to come out to a live conference. We're in St. Louis in about three weeks. I believe on the 21st. If you can make that make that if not check for it would we'll be in a city near you. But when we were in no, no, L.A. I don't say that.
0: See you I, don't say that. Listen to me. Y'all for real. Listen to me and I I'm just going to say this honestly, C will correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all, I don't make a dime off the conference. I don't make any money off the conference. Do not wait for me to come to a city near you. Invest in yourself. You understand? Invest in yourself. I'll never forget, I'm watching BET one morning, three o'clock in the morning, this dude come on, uh, evangelist talking about give a thousand dollar seed. See, and I'm from Detroit, see, so I'm like, for real, like my man trying to hustle me. I'm saying, what my man talking about? If I give a thousand dollars, this gonna happen in my life. I'm like, what is he talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, but I kept listening to my man. I'm gonna be real. I don't, I don't care where you come from. Like, uh, if a hustle is a hustle, it's a hustle. But if it's a principle, it's a principle. And my right. man was well, hustling. He gave a principle. Like, yo, if you give, you gonna receive, right? I promise mm-hmm. you. See, now I ain't gonna sit here and lie and say I wrote my man a thousand dollar check. But that same week, I went to my wife's old high school. And I spoke and they asked me to help them to raise money. They needed $10,000. I said look we need 10 grand I'm gonna get a first grant. I promise you see all I had was a thousand twenty-five dollars in my bank account And I wrote like I told them don't cash the check. You know what I'm saying? What they call that? See I don't have to do it no more. Bit. So I don't I don't I don't remember it no more post date checks Yeah, I don't thanks Carl. I don't, I don't have to do it no more. Right, so I forgot right. the term I postdated the check for about a week. See, they cashed it on. That was like a, an event was on the weekend. They cashed that joint on Monday. See, I had twenty-five dollars <sighs> left in my bank account. But let me tell you something. See, we'll to make I it promise stretch. you. I promise you. See, this on everything I love. I ain't trying to hustle nobody. I'm just keeping it 100. See, I ain't never wanted for another thousand dollars a day in my life. See, I ain't hmm. never wanted for another thousand. And it wasn't the money. What he taught me was, give your all you got to invest. You can't expect certain things if you're not willing to make the investment. So I'm just telling y'all, I don't make 50 cent off these conferences. So I'm not trying to hustle you. I'm not Matter asking fact, you to the, come. A,
1: a large portion of the proceeds this time is are actually going to the high school that he has worked yeah, for closely Sean. with. Yeah, to go to um they send them to Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. Yeah, yeah to get absolutely. their passports. And so, go to Costa Rica. so yeah, and, and and not to mention that. And I don't want to remind me of what I was about to say. I was I wasn't bringing it up for that point, but I'm glad you elaborated. But listen to me. We're not even saying you got to invest in yourself in, with us, right? If you, you don't even got to do it with us. We're saying invest your your, your time and your Please. efforts into something. A I don't care. I'm not video. tripping. Yeah, go to if you want to go to Tony Robbins conference, Please. Sh- go. Right? This isn't about us. We're talking about investing in yourself. And man, so many people, E, like, yo, we invest so much into so many different things, but hardly anything into ourselves, which was the craziest thing to, to think about. Is and at, Matter of fact, E, do you remember when we said we raising the price of the conference? I said we were raising the price of the conference when around Christmas time, my wife and I went to the mall. She was shopping for Christmas gifts and the line to get the Jordans I mean, it must have stretched, and we were at the Linux Mall. It must have stretched about a mile and a half of people lined up to pay two hundred dollars for shoes. And then the, here I am, feeling bad, charging people a hundred dollars to get into a conference. And I said, from that day, we got to up the price because people are willing to invest in what's important yeah. to them, yeah, right? And so. Important. Yeah, yeah, so that was that was, you know, that that is, you know, our two cents on that, man. Invest in something that is going Please. to take you to the next level for and real. You. So so E, what I wanted to get to on that was just to tie this mastery thing up, the one thing I was talking about is that remember when we were in LA and you and you had just started doing it towards the tail end of our tour last year, but you showed a clip of Denzel, and I can't remember the movie right now, but you showed a clip of Denzel yeah. where he had the watch on. What's yeah. the name of the movie? yeah, Carl, Google that for me real quick. But anyway, there, there's a scene in the movie, and he showed it at the conference, and it's a little, um, it's a little gory maybe, you know what I'm saying? It's a little, but he was trying to make a point. My man knew, he knew, he came in the room basically, and there was about 10 guys in there, maybe more, that he had to fight or whatever. And my man had his clock and looked at his watch and timed yep. it down yep. to the absolute yep. tenth of a second yep. Everything he needed to do. He knew where this guy was coming from where the guy behind him was gonna come from He knew who was gonna have a gun. He knew who was gonna throw something. My man was on point
0: Yeah, the equalizer see the the equalizer. equalizer. There you go. Yeah, Carl just googled it
1: If you over 18 go watch that scene in the equalizer and that scene it blew my mind either way You broke it down in terms of yo, have you immersed yourself in your particular culture enough to know Everything, enough to know where everything's coming from. I told you before, somebody said, See, you a genius, bruh. I helped him, you know, raise his, you know, speaking fees. You a genius, bruh. I said, Bruh, it just took me three and a half hours to get my son's crib, you know, the the, the to go from a crib to a toddler bed. All I had to do was take off one bar, but it took me forever because I didn't know how to do it. I had no. Experience with i never immersed myself in that particular building culture, but what I have immersed myself With in is is this speaking thing, right? And so yes, I do have an area of expertise I have a certain skill set that may appear to be genius if all you ask me about is this As soon as you start talking about cars, trust me, my tire a flat, I'm not fixing it. I'm calling AAA like, come on out here and get this tire real quick. Because I've never put my energy and my my soul into that. So it has nothing to do with genius. It's about what are you immersing yourself in. And in that movie, Denzel, you can kind of take it and talk about it for a quick second. But my man immersed himself so much in this particular You know he might have been a cia agent or whatever but he had studied the game so much down to a tenth of a second and my man heart rate
0: his heart wasn't even beating fast eh? it it was unbelievable see and it just shows us you know the difference between average good and great and when i gained that thousand see what i learned was it wasn't about the money it was about going all in see it was about going all in. And how many people start and stop? And this is what frustrates me, see? This is what frustrates me. When people, and I, and again, this is no disrespect to a single person. Like I'm not talking about anybody particularly, but I'm talking about people who are not where they want to be in life, and they're frustrated, and they want to change. See, I'm tired of people calling me and asking me E.T., can I get this E? E.T., can I get that E? E.T., can I get this E? I'm a little short. E.T., I don't, and I'm like, yo, see why? It's not fair, see? I got up at two o'clock this morning, see? I'm mm. getting up at two o'clock grinding. I put in, I uh, 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 exercise, put in 12 point, maybe six, uh, one mile, see? I, 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 I went to a school this morning and spoke for free, see? I'm grinding my wife called me asked me to do a couple things my daughter needed me to do a couple things We doing this podcast see why I got to get up at 2 and grind and go 120 and you can watch all TV You can catch every game stay up to midnight watching game you eat out whenever you want to Why is it that you get to do that and not make your ends meet and you call me and expect me to take care of you When I got to get up at 2 when I got to go all in when I got to give everything I got Why are you calling other people to make your dreams become a reality? Why are you expecting somebody to buy you something or bail you out or do something for you when they they are the ones getting up and grinding and putting in that work? So that's what bothers me, see people starting and stopping, starting and stopping. People putting 70%, 80%, 100 one day, 40 the next, and then they want to live like the people who going all in. And that's what Mike Murdock, I think his name was, that's what he taught me. No, not that I had to send a thousand dollars to him, but I had to learn to invest all I had. See, the last thousand dollars that I had. And from that day, see, let me tell you something. Two weeks later, I got two jobs. See, I got two jobs yeah. Two a week later, two weeks later. I got two jobs after that. And I've never I've never only had a thousand twenty five dollars in my bank account. So that that's yeah. my soapbox. I'm sorry. But man, we got to start giving 120 every day, all day or, or, or either at. Understand that we're gonna come up short, and why are we coming up short? Because your efforts is coming up short. Your grind is short. Your your giving is short. Your investment is short. So everything else is gonna be short. But if you give everything you have, then you're never gonna be in lack.
2: Hmm, See, I, I, wanna it, in real, uh, I wanna jump yeah, in real. I wanna jump in real quick. It. See, man, I was so inspired this weekend. Again, people might be listening, thinking, "E is a fiend, a phenom." Like you know, that's E. Et, I can't do that. Man, we bet a kid this weekend in Vancouver. Man, (laughs) when I tell you inspired, this kid was twenty-five years old. Twenty-five years old. On his third business, two of them multi-million dollar businesses. And he said to me, his dad was successful. He was doing stuff with his dad. He started school and he was just like, it wasn't right. I ain't feel it. He's like he and his dad was beefing for almost a year. And he said, I'm just not feeling it. It's not working for me. He started his own little company, started school, working part-time, doing this, doing that. And he said, I just stopped everything, and I went all in with this particular business. And he said, less than two years later, the business was making multi-millions of dollars. And then from that business, he started two other businesses. And then he proceeded to tell me what his plans were for the end of this year. And I'm just sitting there like, wow, Like, he not, he not making this up. Like, it's real. Like, you go all in on anything, man. And it could, be, it could be you. It could be you literally starting today. So it ain't like, you know, like it's something that's just for a right. select group of people. It's for anybody.
1: Yeah, and I think, man, that's one of the biggest things. Somebody asked me, I was on a call uh, with a guy yesterday, and he said, what was, what was one of the things that took you the, the longest to figure out, like, as you went down this journey? And I was like, you know, my answer to him was that massive success can literally be had by anybody right? Like literally be had by anybody. I think of us and where we started from and building a multi-million dollar company. And I promise you, my mother worked at Rite Aid growing up. My, My father worked on the line at General Motors. Like blue collar was it for me, right? And so even going to college, I thought, okay, I can get a job making a little more than them, you know, and hopefully set my son up to do a little better than me and those things of that nature. But I never envisioned you know, the type of success that we were having or that we're having now, being able to travel the world and, you know, millions of people checking out what we're doing and supporting us. And I never envisioned that as being possible because I thought that that level of success, that that level of, you know, financial success, whatever you call it, was reserved for a, a, a particular group of people, Carl. You know what I mean? I thought it was like, yo, you gotta like get lucky. Almost like hitting the lottery. Like if, if the lightning striking is your time cool, you can have this ultimate success. And I think that's why what we do is so important and why we give you this information is because yo, we are some regular dudes. I got a 17 on my ACT after four tries. That is a marginal score at best. That is average skill. But when I met E and he took my will to a whole nother level, I did realize that anything was possible. And now you see the wave that we riding and the reason that we're so passionate about it is because, like, trust me, had I just been super deep E, if I'd have got like a 30 on my ACT, just murdered that out and then just started a company and made billions, I probably have been like, yo, don't even try it because if you ain't got the IQ I got, this ain't even for you. But the reason we're so passionate about it is because we do have average skill at the end of the day. It yeah. was average skill. But with that mastery and the laser yeah. focus, we've mastered to the point where you're thinking we deep as all get out. Right. We, we went so hard in this one particular area that you're looking at it like, wow, they sweet. No, we not. We have spent countless days, hours, months, years at this one particular thing. And boom. So yeah, no, nah, great point, Carl. I, I I agree
0: a thousand percent, man. Yeah, and I, and I want Carl, if he don't mind, man. You know, cause cause you know they the people want to hear from you, Carl. If you could just talk about just the feelings, though, Carl, and 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 how we took that lesson and brought it home.
2: So I'll be honest. I'm 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 both inspired and hurt. I'll be a hundred percent transparent. Inspired because. Again, like I said, like it just proves that, man, for real. Anybody could do this. I'm hurt because it's only so few people doing it. You know what I mean? There's so many people out there that, I mean, we talk about 3%. So you talk about numbers. You got 97% of the population that's living. And what I, what was it I sent you this morning? If you're going with the current, you don't even know that it's current. You know what I'm saying? There's 97 people just sw- 97% of people swimming with the current. You got your sail up, the wind blowing. You can't even feel it. But it's 3% that just turned that sail around just to see what it felt like. It's 3% that decide they're going to swim upstream, and that 3% is living the life that everybody else wants, but the 97% is talking about that life and watching that life, but they're just still just being pushed by the current. So again, it's it's a bittersweet feeling where I'm a little, I'm excited to to see the reality like, man, this is not just something that's for a select group of people like you said, see? But The reality is so few people have access to it that it burns man it burns that that's the part that's frustrating
1: yeah no doubt man i i I feel it man and i didn't get a chance to go with you guys but you know they called me hyped up about it and you know just excited about it so man thanks for that carl i appreciate you chiming in there e i want to kind of shift gears and it's on the same thing kind of um but you know it's what we were talking about this morning and, you know, I, after you said it, I was, you know, I'm a, I'm a quote nerd. And, and so I tried to come up with my own. And as we segue into this talk, uh, conversation, this is what I came up with. Now, you the guru. We can, if it's terrible, let me know. But I said, and this is straight from, you know, my mind. So this, trust me, this ain't something I've been working out for weeks. But I said, if talkers grow on trees, executors grow on four-leaf clovers. Hmm. You'd be lucky to find one. Hmm. Hmm. You'd be if lucky talkers to find grow one. on trees, yeah. executors grow on four leaf clovers, yeah. you'd be lucky to find one. And yeah. that came to me, I promise you. I was trying to think of a quote after we had our conversation this morning, and that hit me. But one of the things that has absolutely driven E crazy since I met him was people who talk, 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 and don't execute. And what we're talking about now is execution. And so, E, if you can kind of go into you know, the conversation we were having this morning about execution and why most people don't make their dreams become a reality, um, I, I, yeah, that's
0: that's what I wanna get into. For me, it's like, you know, guys, you gotta stop talking because talking doesn't produce anything. Like at the end of talking, there's 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 nothing is manifested like it's not real. It's just a bunch of words that kind of go out, you know, and, and hit the sky and come back down. You know, whereas execution is about like daily. What are you doing daily? You know, what what are you doing tangibly? What can we see? Like what's being manifested? You know, what I'm saying so it's not just you. Um, and again, feeling good about what you say. And, and, and again, I've met a lot of dudes. see, I met a lot of guys who after they say something, you could see it. see, it's like they they, they get this euphoric feeling almost as if they've done it, see right, it, right? It's like it's like they talk about it and when they finish talking about it, it's almost like I did it. So right, they get that the was same. The high, yeah. yeah, they get that same high as you and I do. When we finish Australia for two weeks, you know, what I'm saying when we've seen the people respond to us in a positive way when we've seen the um, When we've seen the, the, the organizer or the, or, or the event planner say, man, y'all did a phenomenal job. Y'all not only met, but exceeded our expectations. And so what bothers me is that talkers get this euphoria from just talking. They walk away and it's enough. See, it's enough. They've done absolutely nothing but they get this high. I told my man what my dreams was. I told my man what I was gonna do. And now they walk off feeling very positive about it. And it's like, that bothers me because <laughs> you, you didn't do anything. It's like, right, there was a Sprite right. commercial years ago and it was a, um, it was a I guess, uh, animated figure, Sprite. And they would say to him, you know, uh, somebody would say to him, I won, I won. And he'd say, what did you win? Like, what did you win, you know? Right. And so I say the same thing. When you talk about it, what, why do you get such, you know, a, a high? Why do you feel so accomplished? Why do you feel so good about yourself when you sit down and tell people, yo, I got this idea. Yo, I'm going to start this business. Yo, I'm about to get paid. Yo, this is about to change my life. Why do you get so excited about it to the point that if you don't do anything, it doesn't bother you? You know, so that 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 that's what bothers me. See, yeah, and I think and- we all know those, those people, man. And and we've all had those conversations. We got
1: a friend who calls us up, yo, check this out, man. I just had this crazy idea, and they talk your ear off for an hour and a half, and like you never hear about it again. You know those people, e like yep. they call you yep. and they just own ten, and then you see him. You might see him six months later, like yo, what happened to such and such. And they almost don't even remember what they were talking about. They don't even remember saying it because the high in the euphoria was off the talking. And so one of the things that he taught me guys Early early on in our relationship was stop talking about it if you're gonna do it do it If you're gonna make it happen make it happen, but yeah, stop talking it about it yep. So he almost got me scared to talk about stuff in a certain sense Like I'll be on the phone with somebody and I'll catch myself Like we may have something that you know e and I talked about privately and I'm almost scared to put it out in the atmosphere Because I know once I put it out in the atmosphere it must get done like because I'm not talking about it, right? So I'm not one of those guys that's just going to uh, uh, sit around and tell everybody what we're going to do and what our plans are. Look, we said he told me very clearly a couple years ago. See, I want you to take us to the next level and get us international. Boom, I did that. We went to London, we went to Egypt, we went to Australia. I made that happen. I didn't talk about it. I didn't tell a whole bunch of people we're about to go to the next level. This year, in October, November, E says, see, it's time to make the transition into television, right? Did you not tell me that, E? Yeah. That was a conversation between E and I. Nobody else heard it. Nobody else knew about it. We were on the Steve Harvey show January 4th. I didn't talk about, I didn't call my mama and say, yo, we about, we're trying to make this move into TV, da-da-da-da-da. I start grinding and working towards that goal in silence and didn't tell anybody. And now we're sitting back at the table for another network show. And I don't even know if I was supposed to say that. But don't, and E, I know how you do this. So don't say nothing else. Be quiet I got right you. there. I got but we're I sitting got you. back at the table. And E, it's February 2nd. Right. You told me this in October, November. And I set my, he always gives me, you know, as the captain of the ship, he's the owner of the ship, I'm the captain. And as the owner of the ship, he always sets the coordinates for me in October, November. He says, see, this is what I need from you this year. Right, and I, and I take that and I run with it. He don't really say a whole lot for the rest of the year. He just trusts that I'm going to get it done. But I didn't talk about it, guys. I didn't tell everybody I know. I didn't, you know, bug my wife to death about it and look for her support. I went out and executed on exactly what he told me he wanted to execute on. And we made it happen. So what he's trying to tell you, it took me to a whole nother level when he was like, yo, if you don't plan on doing it, if you don't plan on executing it to the fullest, shut up, be quiet, nobody wants to hear it. And even if you do plan on doing it, it. you still don't have to tell nobody about it. Let me know when it's done. And Carl is the same way, he's executing. And our team now is executing on such a high level and everything we say we're going to do, we're getting done. We're no longer talking about Breathe University, it's done. People are signing up every day. We're having phenomenal calls. We got video modules. We're putting up live audio. We're doing it, right? We're not talking about it anymore. It's not a dream. It's not out there in, in, in the world. Somebody asked me the other day, yo, what's going on? Um, what else do y'all got going on? I said, the record label, ETA Records. Why? Because guess what? Here's what most, let me get, this is a perfect example, E, of what most people do. Me and E were sitting around. We both love hip hop. But we said, man, E was saying, yo, back in the day, You know, it was some hip-hop that you could kind of enjoy with everybody. You didn't have to worry about, you know, the language and, you know, just, you know, some of the crazy stuff they're talking about. You know, there was a vibe that was like a feel-good vibe, and you got a couple cats nowadays, J. Cole's and the Kendrick's maybe, you know, a little bit of the Drake stuff maybe that kids can listen to, but for the most part, see, this stuff is like out of control. Like, I can't even put it on in the car with my family, nothing. And so so I said, okay, cool. If that's a problem and we're lacking that type of hip-hop, I didn't go out and say, "Oh, shame on Lil Wayne and shame on." I didn't do that, right? I said, "All right, cool. We starting a record label. Boom. We started ETA Records. We went out and got an LLC for the record label, and we started a record label. We found an artist." Toby Nwigwi, and you will be seeing more of him on ETA Music Fridays, and we put out a mixtape that got 15,000 downloads. We put out three or four different videos that did well. Toby is now executing sold-out shows in his hometown of Houston, the Dope Art Show, once a month, he's killing it, he's on the road, and we got about 10 videos now stacked up for you guys with a whole nother project of a guy who's a clean artist, who's also dope, and will spit bars around 95% of these rappers. And he is that guy because we said you know what we got a problem with what's going on. Let's not talk about it Let's not dog other people about not fixing it. Let's fix it ourselves and out of that ETA records was born boom We got a problem with it. We fix it. We have a record label now. Yes. I don't know I don't know a thing about music, but we have a record label. I like music. I love music. He likes music He loves music, but we've got people on board now who know exactly what to do and we have an artist who who believes in everything we believe in, who stands for what we stand for. His music is clean, it's dope. It, he got you know, some of the, 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 the best stuff I've heard in a while, and we're on that wave now because we decided to stop talking about it. Okay, it was one conversation. E don't like what's going on right now. I don't like what's going on. E, boom, here comes ETA Records. And some of y'all, you still sitting around. You had the idea to start a record label three years ago, and you're still trying to figure out what you're going to name it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you still having a conversation about how, what the name going to be and how, who the first artist's going to be. No, put the plan together and get busy. Let's go, man. Stop talking about it. Write the vision and make it plain. Write the vision, make it plain, baby. Make it plain. I love it, man. I'm geeked up right now, bro. You done got me on one, man. Just because, like Let's I said, go. people, Let's man, they're sitting around and, and trying Let's to figure go. out how to do it, man. Just get it done. Go, man. Yeah. Don't threaten me with a good time. Let's full, go. Full speed at this thing. You got anything else on that, E? Nothing else, man. I'm just hoping they I hope they cut the podcast off and go get to work. No, no. We got we got to move on, man. We got to we got to move into everybody's favorite segment. Uh, this is the ASCII T segment brought to you by ETA Grind Gear. What a surprise. We still we still sponsoring the joint. Redefining the grind one day at a time. Listeners to this podcast can use the promo code Secret to Success and get an extra 20% off at checkout. Available exclusively at etinspires.com. Real quick, for those of you emailing and um, you know saying that you want to you get your product or your business a uh, placement on the podcast, we're doing over 20,000 uh, unique listeners now. I believe Carl said across all the platforms. If listen. And we've had a couple that just did not fit the brand. If you have a product or a service that fits the brand, and you guys know what we're about, you know, you know what we believe in, you know what our values are. But if you have a, a, a great business or something you're trying to, you know, promote or whatever, send your emails to info at etinspires and find out how you could sponsor an episode of the podcast. It's gotta be clean. We're not putting up anything crazy. We're not gonna let you know, an alcohol company sponsor the podcast, you know that's not what we believe in. And so if you have something that you'd like to send us that is, you know, you feel is in line with our brand and you're looking to be a sponsor for the podcast or sponsor a segment, sponsor the Ask ET segment, send us an email to info at at etinspires.com. Just make sure it fits with the brand, man. So um, we're going to jump right into it today, E, because we got a whole lot of questions. Matter of fact, we got a ton of them actually from Twitter. Um, And I just want to start off with, um, let's go with Jonathan Jonathan Thomas, Mr. J underscore debonair on Twitter says, how did you discover that speaking was your purpose? E? Yeah, you know,
0: I, I didn't discover it. It discovered me, you know, I didn't go looking for this, um, but I had opportunities to serve. It could have been, um, you know, being asked to, uh, MC an event, opening up with prayer. Uh, it could have been introducing a person. You know, so trust me when I tell you in the beginning, I wasn't necessarily the keynote speaker or the closing speaker for an event. I could have just been asked to, um, you know, be a participant on the program. And, I, and I, I did it with excellence, you know, and as a result, other opportunities presented themselves. And as I would speak publicly, you could just see the reaction, man. People were like, wow, E, that was simple. Not that I was deep, you know, but like, yo, that was simple. I could understand that. You know, and as a result of being able to understand it, I can apply that, you know, and people were like, yo, I was moved, man, like you moved me, you know, so it wasn't something that I originally, you know, necessarily at 19 set out to do because I did my first piece when I was 17, maybe 18 uh, at a church. I spoke and the people responded well, and I wasn't like the, you know, I wasn't like a main speaker on the main day, you know, but the little piece that I did worked. So when I got to college. You know, I signed up, you know, to help organizations that were responsible for public speaking or bringing messages. And like I said, I played played my role. I served first, I humbled myself, did what I was asked to do. And then when my opportunities came, I, I took advantage of those opportunities and each one opened up another door. But again, I didn't go necessarily looking for public speaking as a career, but when I served others, it was there that I discovered that I had a gift And I just didn't discover I had a gift. Once I discovered it, see, I try to hone that gift. You know, I start reading. I start practicing. I start listening to other speakers, you know. So I just want to make sure that's clear, too, because a lot of times people think it's a gift. It means you don't have to do anything. And that's a lie. Just because it's a gift doesn't mean you don't have to develop it.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um, Next question comes from Marvin, who wants to know. He wrote a longer paragraph, but he basically said, When you got started in this journey, what were some of the conversations
0: you had to have with your wife
1: regarding, you know, what your plans were?
0: Uh, Well, we can't we can't talk about that on radio. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We can't talk about that on (laughs) podcast. She said, "What did I say?" Right, right. I will say this to you though. Uh, My wife did say it better work, you know, because you're leaving a full-time job with good benefits, with an investment plan, and we've got a son with asthma. So this better not be no plan. You know this just better not be no good idea you know what i'm saying this better not be just some you know um thing that you are excited about that you're gonna it's gonna lose steam in another two or three months and then she did say like look for real, you got three months to make money you know you got three months to make money if you can't make no money you know what i'm saying and you need to come out of it and more importantly see i think this is the bigger piece than money my wife said to me i better see you every single day working it like it's a job like you've left your job and I get it. You feel like that's not your calling, but you better not be in the bed to eight, nine o'clock. Like I better not get up and go to work and you still in the bed sleep. I better not come home and you watching TV and playing video games. Like if this is really something you wanna do, uh, you need to go get a, 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 you know, LLC. Like you need to go get business cards. You need to open up a bank account. You need to get a website. Like my wife was just in, in, in short and saying- And stayed
1: on our head. Y'all need
0: to have, Four hundred one Ks. Y'all need to have health insurance. Oh, you nah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He insurance. see talking about not. Nah, even after we blew up and was speaking yeah, and traveling yeah. the world, she was like, "Where's your workman's comp? You know right, what I'm saying? Like for right. real? Where's y'all insurance? You know, you guys got benefits or what? Leave. Yeah, yeah. All of that. And here's the deal, though. I think in essence, what Didi was saying was, "Don't play with our lives. Don't play with our lives. Now, if you're serious about this, I'm, 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 I'm going to support you. But don't play with our lives. You got a wife." And you have two children that need to eat, that need to go to college. I mean, Jalen and Jada, they were in high school at the time. See, when we was like, like they were on their way to high school. And we was getting serious about this, which means they were only a step away from college. So my wife was like, yo, don't play with this. Don't play with our lives. Don't play with our future. If you're going to do it. Do it and I'm gonna say the same thing to those of you out here don't play with your future Don't play with your spouse's future. Don't play with your kids future Even if you're not married yet, you might have a family 5 10 years from now I don't know but don't play with people's lives If you're going to do it do it with all your heart do it all your might do it all your soul And if you're not gonna get 120 just don't do it go get a job because i'm sure and I hate to say this I know there's gonna be some uh, employee or employer excuse me Uh, Some CEO that's gonna be upset when I say this, but if you're working for a large corporation You might be able to get 70% and still get your check, you know But when you're an entrepreneur you eat what you kill There's not a lot of leftovers when you're an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. you can't you ain't ain't got a lot of stuff in the freezer So you kill what you, you 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 eat what you kill So do not walk around messing with people's lives if you're gonna do it do it and take it serious
1: Yeah, no doubt. Love it, man. That's great advice. And, you know, I think it was a little easier for me because um, Candace already knew E, you know, and she believed in what we were doing and she saw the grind. And so um, I definitely had to have a conversation with her. And I think after, you know, maybe a year or two, and, you Mm -hmm. know, we still weren't quite getting Mm -hmm. the traction we thought we should be getting Mm -hmm. or maybe we hoped we'd be getting and Mm -hmm. the money still wasn't flowing in. I think, we you know, it was a, a conversation that we had to continue to have. You know, I don't think it was just... One conversation for me that would just, you know, oh, here's what I'm about to do. Boom, it's over. But my wife, um, you know, was always mad supportive. You know, she worked a job. You know, she she's a finance manager for General Electric, and she um, she held us down, man. She paid all the bills, paid the rent, and paid our student loans back, and paid everything while we were hustling, trying to make this thing, um, you know, happen, trying to make this dream a reality. And um, I think, you know, just you know, constant communication, you know, just making yeah. sure you stay staying in communication yeah. and letting her know. And, you yeah. know, she knew I was working. I'd be up before she went to work and working on the laptop. And when she came home, I was still grinding, still working. And so she knew we were putting that effort forward. But what he's talking about is critical because a lot of us say, oh, we're going to be entrepreneurs and you quit your job. And then they see you loafing around the house. And it's like, okay, this doesn't look like exactly what I thought it was going to look like. And it could be a potential issue. But just make sure you always have that... um that, that, that open line of communication with your wife, man, and hopefully everything will be fine. Uh, again, from Twitter, Jacob Kane, uh, Jacob B. Kane Photos wants to know, E, with you being such a powerful speaker, is there anyone that you listen to that hypes you up? Uh, who hypes you up, E? That's basically but Toby yeah. and Wigwee, our artist. <laughs> <laughs> listen to Toby on the red. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who haven't checked it out, go check out been Grinding. Um, on, on YouTube, Toby Nwigwe, T O B E N W I G W E. And um, yeah, check him out, man. He's dope. And we got some new stuff coming out too, but that's our artist. I, I'm going to speak for E. That's who I'm listening to right now at the gym, uh, is,
0: is Tobe. And uh, E, who you listening to? I'm, I listen to everything and everybody, man. You know, we listen to the 25 year old in Vancouver. You know, we listen to the comments on YouTube. I listen to the kids today when I went to the middle school. You know, I listened to the people afterwards at the Success Series, you know. Um, everybody, see, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning from Steve, uh, Steph Curry right now. I'm learning from uh, Serena, you know. Um, I'm learning from uh, Cam Newton, you know. And, uh, and, and some of these people, we've had, uh, you know, the opportunity to be in their presence, you know. Pate Manning, being at the end of his career, I'm, you know, I'm hearing them talk about uh, the possibilities of him you know, taking some enhancement drug. I'm watching how he responds to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning from Serena losing, you know, uh, in, in, in the Australian Open. You know, uh, I'm learning from everybody. My 17, uh, my 18 year old daughter, when she's about to turn 18, I'm learning from her. I'm learning from my wife as she goes uh, swims upstreams from, um, you know, having MS, you know, just getting up and going. See, she's not missed work. See, she has not missed work. See, since she was diagnosed. See? She's not miss work, bro. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning from her. I'm learning from Trey that he knows me when I I FaceTime my man. <laughs> and he know uh, uh, he, uh, God daddy, God daddy. I'm learning from mm-hmm. Jordan. I'm learning from uh, Jesse. I'm learning from every, everybody, you know, BU calls, man. You know, I'm learning way more, man. I'm learning so much from these students on these two calls and the people who come to our conferences that are part of BU and we go out to eat. You know as a community i learned so much just sitting at the table talking to them i learned from everybody the signs on the road see um uh, music you know i'm a lauren hill you know head miseducation. you know uh i just learned so much you got j cole uh uh, i'm learning so much man from these artists i'm looking at these guys uh with their shoe contracts where they what they're doing with hip-hop you know, owning teams. I'm learning from Beyonce. You know, I'm learning from everybody, And let me tell
1: you what's crazy, y'all. This is how you know E's telling the truth. If you've ever watched E for, you know, a, a, a period of time and you wonder... How does dude keep coming up with different stuff like we're going to tour in Australia and do five, six cities in five, six days and every single message is different. And it's because he is able to literally learn from his surroundings at all times. And I think that's one of the things that helps his time management is. He doesn't sit down and study his next message for hours, right? So think about how much time is freed up because he's able to pull from every single thing he comes in contact with. I guarantee something happened today at that school that he went and spoke at for free that will fuel his message for the success series tonight. You know what I mean? That's just how he operates. And so it's one of the one of the uh, qualities that I've tried to take from E, but that's how you know it's true, man, because he just continues to come with so much and everything around him he sees as a message or a potential learning opportunity. So uh, good stuff. This uh, next question is, is, is hilarious and I'm not sure how I'm gonna answer this, but uh, Joseph in South Africa wants to know, CJ, what is the most annoying thing about Eric? And, <laughs> I actually don't think we've been asked a lot of questions all over the country, and nobody has asked me what's the most annoying. I've never asked you that. Well, well, I guess for starters, I told you everybody's always like, "Oh, what's it like to work for ET?" and Carl can attest to this. But I don't know how many of y'all want your boss up at two o'clock in the morning because you can get up at four thirty-five o'clock and look like a couch potato. You know what I'm saying? So I would say that's annoying for sure. But um, it keeps you on your grind. But No, I actually know the most annoying thing about E, Carl, and Carl, if you're right there, I need you to co-sign this heavy. The most annoying thing about the hip-hop preacher, I can't stand it, he does it to me every single day. I wonder if E knows what it is. I don't. He does it 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 to me every single day. E will call your phone, right? And he will talk to somebody in the background for the first 10 minutes for before sure, he says hello. Oh, he no, for he. sure, see. No I'm question. talking about, yo, E will, like, I'll pick up the phone. Hello, here go E. Yeah, I told you, yep, because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Yep, so no, I'm going to hit you up, though. Hey, what time are you going down there? You want chicken and fish? All right, cool. See, what up? I'm like, bro, you just called me. How do I have to sit here and wait on you? And not to mention, Carl, attest to this as well, when you call him, he picks up the phone. He don't never say hello first thing. It's always a conversation. He got no, you to hear finish. it exactly he what going I'm on. saying, bro. Call me back when you finish. So that definitely <laughs> no, is I emotional. don't want to. I don't want y'all to call me back because I might not get y'all back. So <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm saying, and you know what, Carl? I almost feel like when I call him it's almost understandable. I called you, so maybe right. you were in the he middle busy, of something. Right? Yeah, but yeah. how you calling me with stuff to do? <laughs> so that's probably the most annoying uh, thing uh, about uh, So now I know I'll do something about it in 2017. Oh, I promise you won't, bro. Me and Carl been on your head about that since I met yeah, you. Forever. And you, you, well, you said it not
0: Now y'all said it publicly, though, so it changes. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: So uh, the last question uh, comes from Samantha in St. Louis, and she wants to know, who is ET's Super Bowl pick, and before you go, I'll go. Hmm. i go. Um, I want to say hmm. this one is tough, man, but I, anybody who knows me knows I've been a fan of Peyton Manning for a long time. I think he doesn't quite get the credit he deserves. You know, I've, get, I've given up the he's better than Brady argument because Brady got foe now, but uh, I love Peyton Man, always been a Peyton Manning fan. I, I think he goes about it the right way. So I'm actually pulling for the Broncos, man. I know that, you know, is not a popular pick you know, down here in Atlanta, because Cam's from Atlanta, but man, I just love the diligence in which Peyton Manning is going Absolutely. about his career, man, and I think one more will push him up into that upper echelon, but um E, I know you got, you know, quite a relationship with a few guys on the Panthers, and uh Thomas Davis, by the way, Absolutely. E, can we just, man, a, a yeah, standing ups, ovation man. for that man, I don't yep, know if he's yep. playing, I know he got hurt, in the championship, yeah. Well, he I don't said he playing. he's playing, yeah. He said he's Hopefully playing. Hopefully, he know. plays. But, um, you're talking about yeah. somebody who came off of three ACL surgeries yeah. and still is going at it, man. Has yeah. been the captain of his team, got him to the Super Bowl. So, shout out to Thomas Davis. I think he won the man of the year award in the NFL Absolutely. last year. Absolutely. A lot of people don't know this, Ian. I'm gonna share this story. Um, uh, uh Thomas Davis actually was the first one to pay, uh, to, to bring e Ian and paid him out of his own pocket to come in. That's how much he thought of E and his message and how good it would be for the team. And he actually paid E out of his own pocket. So salute to Thomas Davis. I would
0: definitely wouldn't be mad if the Panthers won, but E, who you got? Yeah, for sure. Panthers, you know, you, you, you know of course, I, I share your sentiments with the Manning family, period. You know, to see um, that's what we all want. We all want a gener- generations of success, you know, for our children. Um, but definitely, man, when somebody like, you know, Davis looked out for me the way he did introduced us, not only did he pay for us to come to the league, he really opened up the door, you know, to break that cold for us in professional sports, mm-hmm. you know. So by him bringing us to the Panthers, of course, we went to multiple teams in the NFL and then, of course, the NBA, you know, then, of course, uh, Major League Baseball, you know, so we, 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 I, I, we owe. Um, you know, so much to him for that and just exposing me to like, I don't know necessarily, I don't know any of Denver Broncos. I know the Panthers. So when right, I'm watching a the couple. game,
1: you forgetting about them, but we know a couple.
0: Okay. I, yeah. I don't remember those guys, but the Panthers, of course, so you know, I've like had an Omar, opportunity. Bolden. Okay. Yep. 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 You're right. But he ch- He switched teams, right? No, he been with Denver. Okay. So yeah, but Cam, of course, you know, I met all those guys, got an opportunity to speak to those guys. You know, How has Cam changed?
1: How do you feel like? I know you you don't keep up with him.
0: I'm not his yeah, no, 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 friends no. or nothing. But I think you went there his
1: rookie year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Was that his uh, rookie I, year
0: or second year? Yeah, I think maybe the second year, maybe the second year. Or so, uh, right, but and, and no, I man. mean, you, what what
1: do you think? What, what did you notice? Did you did you notice anything about you know interacting with him and you know just oh, seeing man. him? Saying it,
0: you know what the thing that I loved is you know he, he he turned it on and turned it off. You know, so when it was game time i mean i mean a beast man beast but he loved the, he loves the game you know his you could tell that he loves the game the preparation you know just everything about the game he loves the game you know um but then once the game is off man he's the he's the coolest i mean he's doing stuff you know what i'm saying like we first met he's doing all kind of crazy stuff to capping jokes with me you know giving me the bunny ears you know uh and i have kept up with You know, Thomas uh, Davis for a while, uh, you know, we kept up afterwards and, you know, continue to talk, you know, Mm -hmm. periodically, you know, and, um, you know, like you said, just his resiliency and that he's a stand up guy. So I I just know so many of those guys, man, and have had an opportunity, you know, to. start the beginning of my professional career with them. You know, we ate together. I never forget, man, when I got there, you know, he was like, E, come on, man, you know, come, 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 come and eat with us, you know, come fellowship with us, you know, and I, you know me, see, you know, I'm a very conservative dude and I'm all about boundaries, you know, and I'm like, nope, I'm not, you know, even when I go like, you know, uh, to MSU basketball, you know, I've been with Coach Izzo and learned so much from him over the years and I still stay in my space. And to coach say, yo, come here, E, come on. You get you get in the huddle. You're part of the squad. Coach D'Antonio, I learned so much from him, you know, but I keep my boundaries, and he tells me, yo, E, come over. So I kind of just was chilling. It was like, come come, man, eat. you know, hang out. And one time I, I called when I was coming into town, and it was like, yo, E, let's link up. You know what I'm saying? So uh, for sure, man, I got a special place in my heart for the Panthers as a whole and uh, Cam specifically. Many people don't know this, but you can go back and see videos that I did of Cam when he was with Auburn. Mm -hmm. You know, so it wasn't like I became a fan of Cam when he came to the league, you know, I had already been, you know, a fan of his and to get the opportunity not only to meet him, but to be a part of that team that year was a phenomenal experience. So I'm rooting for him. He's overcome a lot. He reminds me of our brand. See, he reminds me of our brand in terms of, you know, I wear the hat. You know, I wear I wear the the Jays, you know, I wear the jogging suits. I don't know, Cam you know? had on
1: some crazy uh Versace pants the other oh, day. He that did. Don't remind yeah. me of nothing of our brand. I don't yeah, know. but I'm that's saying them, j- the, he had them looking crazy. I don't
0: know if I can see you pulling them off. Well, no, I'm just saying in terms <laughs> of not being traditional. You yeah, know what I'm no, saying? I'm Cam is definitely not traditional. Yeah, he's but, outside the box for sure. Yeah, but but it's effective. You know, and I mm-hmm. think that's our brand. We are not traditional, you know, in any sense, but we're just as Effective and efficient as those that are traditional and we don't have anything against the the traditionalists like we we don't we know We're not upset with people who are highly skilled, you know, but we have a different way of uh, 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 Exhibiting our gifts and our talents and we have a lot of fun doing it You see any conference you've ever been to any conference? I'm not your guy that's on the stage and I get in the car and head home and get back on the flight you see us mingling with the people. We eating with the people, you know, we we laughing and joking and playing with the people. And you'll see that with Cam with the taking the footballs to the kids like that's our swag. See, mm-hmm. we are the we, we, we care about the people. And it's not saying that others don't. But we care so much about the people, man, and make the people a part of the game. And Cam yeah, does the exact on the same field thing. Too.
1: It's not just on the field. I think yeah. I told you like a month or two, a couple months ago, maybe. Uh, Cam sat right behind me on the plane, and he don't know who I am, so I, you know, I wasn't gonna bother him. It was like six o'clock in the morning. We were flying from Atlanta, and I had a layover in Charlotte, and um, it was early. It was an early flight, and Cam sat right behind me. Of course, you know, people were, you know, trying to take pictures and, you know, uh, trying to get autographs and the whole nine. And uh, he was, man, he was. I'm talking about very generous with his time. He got off the plane. Of course, you got some people coming up to him and you know, high-fiving them and the whole nine. And, you know, he didn't, you know, there wasn't no cameras around, nothing, man. And, you know, I just observed from afar, man. And he was, um, you know, very, very uh, hospitable with his time. And, you know, just just real cool to the people, man, taking pictures and showing love. And, you know, you could tell it came from a genuine place. So, no, I would yeah. agree with that. Definitely yeah. seems like a down-to-earth guy. I just don't know what he's thinking with them pants. E. I'm like, wow. Him and See Russell the Westbrook, they, they, the they done pushed the brink of fashion trend than... You know what I'm saying? I'm not they a fantastic, but I'm I don't know. I hope that trend don't never come all the way out. So I guess, man, when you uh when you when you're on the verge of winning the Super Bowl, you can pull a few things off that the average man oh, can't. So, uh, with that being said, man, we'll um get ready to wrap up here. Of course, BU. You heard us talking about it all call. I'm not gonna beat y'all over the head with it, but you know what it is, man. We have lowered the price point to twenty dollars. Carl, if we usually I would talk about B U. But um, you just heard E talk about being in Vancouver, right? He was in Vancouver. What was that Saturday, E Sunday? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, uh, yeah. Actually, Sunday, Sunday, the evening.
0: Yeah, Sunday
2: right, evening. Sunday evening. Sunday evening.
1: So he was in, in Vancouver Sunday evening, and he gave a full keynote. That keynote will go up, I believe, tonight or tomorrow on the BREATHE University site, and our BREATHE U students get access to that full keynote. So in addition to the calls that we, me and E always refer to, in addition to the video modules, and different to the online learning communities that we have available, you're also getting, you know, exclusive never heard before content from ET that's only for our BU students. Carl, I'm not even gonna beat them over the head. Just play a, a, a quick snippet of what they're going to get in the entirety on BU tonight.
0: Guys, this is what all in looks like. This is what all in looks like. I want you to jump, look, I want you to to jump beyond what you believe. And I want you to do it without the rope. I want you to do it without the rope. My last story is I ask you a serious question. My last story, I want you guys to think about this. If you've ever been to the circus before, you've seen that individual on the the, the, the tight rope, uh, the, the wire, the thin wire all the way in the sky. Have you ever seen a person walking on that tight rope, guys? It, it, it's a peculiar skill. But I'll be honest with you if I see that person walking on a tight rope and there's a net at the bottom, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. But if you're walking on that tight rope with no net at the bottom, it's just concrete, and you're 20, 20 30 feet up in the air. I'm impressed because there's no net and I want you to know some of you before you leave this room the reason why you'll never go to the next level is because you still got a safety net and it's not until you get rid of everything get rid of the rope I quit my job at Michigan State University I quit my job my wife said you quitting your job insurance 401k we don't have that much money in the bank for you to quit your job I said, sweetheart, in order for me to become everything I want to become, I can't do that job and do this at the same time. I got to get rid of the safety nets and I got to go all in.
1: And so you guys heard it, man. That's E live in Vancouver. Uh, Our BU students will be getting that. B.C., yeah. Vancouver, B.C. Yeah, they'll be getting that exclusive audio. It's not going up on YouTube. It's not going up anywhere else exclusively for our BU students. So come join our online community, breatheuniversity.com. Sign up. We would love to see you, your family. Um, get them on there, man. We're doing some great things. And so uh, with that being said, man, it's, uh, I'm going to let E close us out with a, with a, with a golden rule, with a, with a hot nugget, and uh, we'll get out of your way. Yeah, be fair,
0: man. Be fair. You know, be fair. For real. Be fair. If you have a dream or a goal and you're asking people to invest in you, to believe in you, you know, to ride with you, be fair. Be fair. Nobody can guarantee outcomes. You know, we we don't have the ability as humans when we start something to be able to say without a shadow of a doubt, we can guarantee the outcomes, but we can definitely guarantee our effort we can guarantee the effort we put forth. So be fair, those people who've given you their last thousand dollars, be fair, do what you say you're gonna do. That parent that worked a job or two for you to go to college, be fair, do what you say you're gonna do. Don't don't spend time uh, uh, overly partying, You know doing stuff you ain't got no business doing wasting time like don't don't do that mom has two jobs grandma Two jobs dad uncle whatever the people who are investing their time into you their energy into you Their love their support into you be fair do what you said you were going to do and then Don't just do it do above and beyond what you said you were gonna do Blow their expectations out the water and give them a return on their investment remember
1: Talkers grow on trees. Executors grow on four-leaf clovers. You'll be lucky to find one. Be rare. Be rare. Let's go. E, we out, man. Another Let's show. Go. Close it out. Listen, go to iTunes. Leave that review. Let us know. We read all y'all reviews from last week. Thank you so much. Go to iTunes. Check it out. We out of here, y'all. The Secret to Success podcast. We'll see you next week. I hey, make sure you share with somebody right you love. you worry
0: about when you get home. You make that you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.